Amen. I recognize that, you know, if we go to our... Ooh, okay. We go to our normal schedule. Hello? Okay. Uh, we realize that maybe today we'll be doing our DCD uh, launch, right? This year we don't have DCD, but uh, at the same time I'm excited because we're looking at some very nice location in Dezaru. Please pray for us that we can get this location real soon. Uh, but again, uh, really felt the Holy Ghost hit me so hard this morning. You know, every good thing in life can become our idol. Let me say that again. So you didn't get it. Every good thing in our life can become an idol. Whether it's our children, whether it's my dog, can be an idol. And there are times I have to pray, God, help me not have an unnatural affection <laughs> over certain things. Unnatural. And like what I say today, we're going to talk about relationships. And I understand when I talk about this topic about relationship, it's not so easy for some of us to navigate this. We have loved ones staying with us. We are dealing with issues and and, and sometimes if, if, if you're not careful, uh, you don't find that right balance and someone feels cheated. Amen. You feel cheated. You know, and, and, and therefore, I, I believe that, you know, we are living in a world that talks about this idea of love. You know, as love as, as, as one that I can do anything that I want. That's love. I mean, if you have that kind of definition of this thing called love, you know, what happened if somebody, you know, one day says that, you know, the argument is that I love him, same sex, I love him. Right? That's why we need to get married. And then you think about it. So what happens if someone says this, you know, I love my daughter, I want to get married to her. Where's the boundaries? Are you with me here today? Love is not doing whatever you want to do. Are you with me here? Come on, wave your hand at me. Some people talk about love as if they want to build their own kingdoms, you know, and, and they use this excuse called love and it's goofy love. It's not a love that is found in the Word of God. It's not biblical love. We've got to be careful, you know, and, and this thing that we're talking about, relationships, you know, I'm going to go on and, 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 and all of us, if we are not careful, we are not in touch, we, 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 we can cross over to something that is healthy, that becomes toxic. We are tempted in every ways. Because why? Of the fallen nature, there's a part of us that wants to be the center of the focus. Instead of Jesus, you be the center of it all. Are you with me here? Come on, wave your hand at me. Today, I'm going to be talking about some things that, that, that will rub us the wrong way. But, but I'm trying to say that every relationship, and, and here's the worst part, Sister Weir, here's the worst part. We all carry things over from our families and, and we do not know that, that, that we are reliving it in our homes. Shaming each other and, and why? Because that's how I was raised and I don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. And then they, they cannot even have a meaningful conversation to address it because we will think it like, wow, it's an attack of my, my kingdom, my ego. 
and, 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 and therefore, just what I really understand, you know, that nobody's want to bring that relationship into health again. You know, because some people say this, you know, oh, I raised you up so long, you know, and this is how you treat me. You, you have no right to say this to me. Because we don't want to address issues. We don't want to bring it back to health. Are you with me here again? Amen. And I'm trying to help you understand that sometimes it's okay to walk away. And for those of you that are not married yet, <laughs> you better know what this person, <laughs> philosophy about marriage is and relationship is like. Because once you say, I do, Don't say gone now. I don't think it's gone now. It's not going to be easy to bring it back to relationship and health again. That's what we are talking about here today. Amen. So, you know what? I, I, I really, you know, one of the best things that ever happened to me is that when I went to the, the home of, of healthy relationships, I, I, I didn't know that I wasn't healthy in certain aspects because we Chinese people believe in suppression a lot. We don't even are given a voice. We think that if I express my opinion, then you know what happened is consider uh, uh, not ordering. And I lived so much in suppression until be I became a volcano. Okay, everybody wave your hand at me and say, everybody say, praise the Lord. You know, the Bible says, yes, we submit to one another in the fear of the Lord. Amen. And one of the number one destroyers that I really believe that is hurting families all around the world is this attribute called stubbornness. Worshipping your own ideology and philosophy about how relationships should look like. You know what? I'm telling you this. I'm not saying that pastor knows all the answers. Every family has its different context. Everybody say amen. Sometimes you've got to experiment it. Amen. Sometimes, you know, you've got to go through the layers of hurt and coming out and, and there are insecurities that's on the inside. But if you refuse to be open, oh Lord, be careful. They are worshipping an idol. And you know what? The, the funny thing is the ideologies have not even been tested. This is what you think you are because it's a, it's a preservation of you rather than the scripture says you die daily. Amen. Let, let me say this again. If you are not willing to die daily, don't get married. I die daily. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, all parents say amen. I mean, I thought when I have children, guess what? And I have children, it's not about me anymore. Brother Chris, amen. Amen. That little tiny baby of yours can, 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 can have everything and, and, and you don't have freedom anymore. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. Okay, I know I have you standing, but I want you to read a few scripture here. Okay, this scripture looks very easy, but let's look at this scripture that is found in Mark chapter 12, verse 29. Very simple passage of Scripture, but folks, it's more complicated than this. Okay, let's turn there right now. Mark chapter 12, verse 29, all the way to verse 31. Okay, I know that, you know, uh, the PowerPoint have it up. So let's read it. Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments. Come on, read together with me. 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first what? Commandment. And the second, like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than this. Amen. And let's turn to Exodus chapter 20, verse 1. Okay, I like to read Exodus chapter 20, verse 1. And if, if you have your Bible, you know, if you can write beside, I call this the Ten Commandments, the Charter of Relationship Between God and Man. Okay, let's read this. Uh, Exodus chapter 20, verse 1. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt, okay, I want you to underline that. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven, great graven image of all likeness of anything that is in heaven above and that is in the earth beneath, of that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, nor I the Lord thy God am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the third and the fourth generation, and them that hate me, and showing, oh I love this, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days thou shalt, six day shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy sons, nor thy daughters, nor thy manservants, nor thy maidservants, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger, that is within thy gates. For in the six days the Lord had made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them is, and rested the seventh day. Where, wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. Okay? Verse 12. Honour thy father and thy mother thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God hath given thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy enemy. And thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet the neighbor's wife. Thou shalt nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is in thy Neighbors, amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Shall we just lift our hands? Let's ask God to bless our today's session. Father, I'm asking God that you speak to us in a very special way. Lord, again, we are trying to navigate this thing called relationship. Lord, it's not that easy. Lord, it's not that easy when we talk about this whole idea of love. It's not that easy. We ask God that you help us. Lord, we ask God that you help us find the right balance. God, we recognize, God, that we have the ability to cause pain. Amen, God, that I pray, God, just like uh, the prayer of Jabez, that I may not cause pain. 
Lord, in any relationships, God, that you have given to us, God, I'm thankful for that relationship. I ask, God, that you give us wisdom. I ask, God, that you help us navigate. God, I know to will is present. God, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, bless everybody that has come, God. Heal them, touch us, Lord, as we come to give you all honour, to give you all praise. In Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You know, again, I, I, I just want to quickly, you know, uh, talk about the whole idea that Jesus said that, you know, the greatest of all these commandments is to love God, love your neighbour as thyself. But that is really a summary of the Ten Commandments. Okay? Everybody say Amen. So, the first four commandments talks about what? My relationship towards God. There is one God. Everybody say Amen. Okay? And I am not that God. Okay? Make sure you understand that in any given relationship. When you get married, understand this. That, that whose idea was marriage? God's idea. Not your idea. So because He instituted marriage, you become one, not two. But here's the question. Who is going to be that one? Is it you? Your wife? To be or him? If I put him him as number one, and if I make him the Lord of my life, that shouldn't be an issue, ma. Because we have a common goal to glorify God. Are you with me here? Everybody say amen. <laughs> okay, so in the midst of all these three uh, uh, commandments love God, love your neighbor as yourself, which is love yourself, and then love your neighbor. How do I impact with those things, Brother Kelvin? I mean, hey, you don't love me. I mean, oh, you know, when things don't go the way, you say, you don't love me. You don't love me. Then everybody surrender. Okay, I love you, I love you, I love you. Yeah, but love is not without boundaries. You don't love me. You don't kiss me. Oh, you don't love me. You don't love me. You, 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 you know, I mean, you know, uh, you don't love me. I, I can touch you in inappropriate places. You don't love me. Wow. You got to be careful. If we talk about love, love has, first of all, boundaries. Come on, everybody say amen. <laughs> Are you all with me? You all look very tired today. Like. Christmas up with Kao. So tired already. Uh. Come on, everybody. Turn to your neighbor and say, look awake. <laughs> and then we also got to be careful with this thing, whole idea of love. Because, you know, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, the reason why I love dogs is because dogs never quarrel with me. Man. Hello, my dog didn't have an argument with me last night. They don't know revenge. Amen. I, I, and and, and I've got to be careful because, you know, the dog is, I am the Lord. <laughs> you got no choice. If you're naughty, I'm going to not feed you. <laughs> Feels good to be in charge. But we, you and I know that relationship is not like that at all. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, and, and, and we got to navigate this thing. We got to do it in such a way that everybody feels like a winner. If we put him first, amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Be careful when someone says, these are what I want. You know, come on. I want God first. Look, if you're going to have a healthy relationship, you got to 
identify who is the... I, you know what, folks? Love is a beautiful thing. I have no regrets getting... Falling in love, beautiful. But at the same time, it can be messy because I'm dealing with all my emotions. Uh, someone asked me, is love an emotion or love is a commitment? I say it's both. Amen. It's powerful. I mean, how many of you like the fact that you are love in the home? <laughs> Amen. It, it's a wonderful feeling and we all like that. But, but at the same time, if you're not careful that it can move on to areas that, that, that oh, you don't love me. You know, no, maybe the person loved their will so much. You don't love me. And you start off, listen very carefully. You don't believe me, but I'm going to tell you straight in the face, if you have that same kind of foundation, it will revisit you after you get married. You think you can get away with it? If the foundation is not set, so look for somebody who is totally in love with God and totally believe how to do life according to God's way and not have their own graven image of what relationships should look like. Are you with me here? Because there is only one God. And that God is not you. If you keep on enforcing what you want, I want, I want. You're going to have issues because you start off with worshipping your, what do you call that? Uh, freedom. You know, I, 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 I heard this quote. I thought it was so brilliant. Say, you know what, in a church, thank God that you are, I want our people to be independent, but when it comes to a family, independence go. Hello? I mean, I want to, our family to be, I want all my children to be independent, but when we come together as a family, we all come together as one. Are you with me here today? Amen. There's no room for independence because when there's independence, oh, I want my dinner, Christmas dinner on the 24th. Uh, I want it to be 7 p.m. and that's it. But I can't make it. I'm working. Too bad. How many of you have issues? Listen very carefully. How many have issues settling the date for dinner, Christmas dinner at home? No, okay, la, Chinese New Year. Don't say, don't, don't say Christmas dinner. Maybe you all don't have Christmas dinner one. But, but, but how about Chinese New Year? Wow. Uh, 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 so when are we going to celebrate a, a, a reunion? Is it going to be the eve? Is it going to be the first day? Is it going to be the last? <laughs> no, no last day. <laughs> and then people get upset. Leh. Pao and Pao also get people get upset. Leh. Hey, how come you power your mother so much? How come you power my other side not so much? Hello? It's very real. Very real. Some of you like, huh? Got to bow and bow on me. <laughs> it will dawn on you when you get married, you have to bow and bow. <laughs> okay, so again, you know, if you're not careful, it's about, I think I thought who confirmed. Assumptions is the number one killer. And that's where we have to lay, sit down and talk it out in a way that is respectful in a way that is not suppressing, we come to have a win-win solution. Amen. It takes a lot of navigating your insecurities because all of us do have our insecurities. All of us do. I, in me, there's a possibility that I can be toxic. 
because it feels good to be toxic. I can be intoxicated with toxic relationship because I want to be in charge. I want to be the center of the focus. Oh, that's why I like have happy birthdays and Father's Days. We become the center just for one day. And then we get back to reality, back to life. Amen. I wish every day was a celebration. But it's not. It's a navigating act. Then after Happy Father's Day, the next day come out, hey, what happened to Happy Father's Day? Then after that, you know, things become muddy and we got to navigate it and we got to remind and bring it back to a healthy balance of not too much fear, but never too much love until there is no boundaries. So in the home, it's a navigating act. We constantly navigate and, and like what I say, you know, surprise, sometimes you got crisis will come and, and, and now, you know, crisis reveal uh, the strength of your relationships. Amen. And, and you got to, those things that you don't want to talk, now you must talk. And sometimes, it is harder to talk about when emotions are involved. Because all this time, you have suppressed. You'll suppress. Then they will tell you things like this. Huh, last time, oh, huh, what, where got last time? How come I don't know anything about it? What? Oh, in the year 1998, you did this to me. Huh? I forget already. Leh. Yeah, but everything inside here, I still remember. I still remember the colour of your shirt. Amen. Come on, turn to your neighbour and say, Relationship is messy. <sighs> so, you know, before I become toxic, I need to understand what toxic person look like. Okay? Are you all with me? So I can identify and make some correction. Amen? Let the Holy Ghost help us. Okay? And again, I want to say this. Toxic people aren't just difficult people. Some people are just difficult, but they are not toxic. Okay, difficult. They still can be reason one. Huh? Then, then they are not unsafe people, okay? I'm not talking about unsafe people. Huh? Oh, don't, don't go around and tell me, oh, no, no, toxic people, toxic people. Then they are not merely unpleasant people, okay? The toxic people we are talking about are the kind of people who are basically taking you down and destroying your mission. They deflate your enthusiasm and make you feel like you're going crazy. Hey, don't look at your wife uh, now. This is not a good time to look at your wife right now. Okay? Amen. The, uh, some of you are like, uh, <laughs> get DB. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Thus making you feel like you have nothing to say to others and they are masters at eliciting shame, guilt, and discouragement. The challenge is that there's no one exhaustive definition of a toxic person. Okay, here are some certain traits that are common. They are often ruled by selfishness and spite. They are usually draining instead of encouraging and they use people instead of loving them. They are often seemingly addicted to self-righteousness, rash judgment and thus frequently fight with people instead of enjoying and appreciation, appreciating people. They may be jealous of healthy person's peace family, friendship, and spend much of their time, effort trying to bring people down to the level of misery rather than blessing others with joy and encouragement. They often want to control you 
and it may feel as if they just want to stop. They want you to stop being you. Okay, here are some common, three common elements of a toxic opposition. Not every toxic person will exhibit all three, but every toxic person usually excels in at least one. Number one, okay, they have a murderous spirit. Number two, a controlling nature. And number three, a heart that loves hate. Amen. You know, again, I want to make it clear today that I'm not saying that we should avoid sinners. Everybody wave your hand at me. Amen. Okay? We are not avoiding sinners. Sinners, know, they don't know God. Okay? But, but, but again, uh, we are all sinners and we need to reach out to sinners. Amen. Okay? Uh, it's amazing, okay, that, you know, I've been walking my dog around the whole area and I've been making new friends. Amen. In fact, everywhere I go in in Philippines, I use my dog as an icebreaker. Next, I'm going to use my baby, Avery. I want to have an icebreaker to start a conversation. Do you know that it's so much easier to start a conversation? At least people don't think you're weird. Amen. I mean, if you are a kid, just bring the kid out. You know, so cute. uh, You know, use them as icebreakers. That's how I get Bible studies. I mean, Adora and Abby, when they were babies, we got Bible studies out of those conversations with, with people out there. You know, I've created so many conversations and now they know me as the guy with the border collie in this area. And they know the dog's name more than they know my name. <laughs> hey, Milo, come already. Milo, Milo, Milo. <laughs> I say, hey, how about me? <laughs> you know, everybody knows Milo in my estate. Hey, Milo, 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 Milo. Wow, so quiet. Then suddenly, wah! <laughs> <laughs> my low, okay. So, so you know what? <laughs> we should be reaching out. Amen. Everybody says praise the Lord. You know, and the toxicity is something else. Toxic people exist inside and outside the church and are those trying to take you down. A 30-minute interaction with them in person, the phone, or even in a Facebook exchange can require a week of recovery. Everybody say, Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Talk over the phone, you're like, oh, what happened? The Holy Ghost just left. And you start to question your own self-worth. Amen. You keep thinking about what they said. You are so disturbed that you can't get them out of your mind. You find yourself fighting with them even when they aren't present. They keep showing up in your thoughts even when you are not trying to go there. You know what? Listen, that is not a healthy reaction. Let me say that again. That is not a healthy reaction. You know, fretting about someone isn't part of the abundant life. Choosing to walk away means recognizing that your faith doesn't necessarily call you to put up with that. Toxic people, first of all, they murder. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. <laughs> you know, they murder relationships, turning people against each other. They murder churches, turning meeting times into a gigantic fights instead of worship and service unto the Lord. They murder workplace, destroying productivity. They murder reputations. They will seem to kill your joy and peace, even threaten your sanity. 
Amen. Sounds familiar? Amen. My, my toxicity radar goes off whenever I sense that a person or a group or a person seems to exist primarily to take another person or an organization down. Because the Spirit of the Lord in the, is redemptive. Amen. Are, are you with me here? You know, I can see this happen so easily. You know, I find myself like Ham who uncover Noah or uh, point out nakedness. You know, it's just like when my wife comes and says something, hey, 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 you better pack up your, 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 your clothes. First thing to justify myself, I must murder her. I mean, I don't murder, literally murder her. Lah. I know that's wrong. Lah. But what we do is that we want to, first of all, murder the reputation so that it don't carry its weight. Then I say, oh, <laughs> you asked me to clean, you first of all go and clear all your boxes. Ah. We do that all the time. Come on. Unconsciously, we don't like what we heard, ma. Because we celebrate our independence. But guess what? When you marry, you, you surrender. If, you know, listen. That's why it is important that you deal with your independence. Sometimes I know, like coming early may not be what you want. But for the sake of the unity of the group, I do it. Amen. My favorite phrase during uh, uh, Christmas Day is like, oh, what do you want to eat? Huh? I say, anything. Whatever you want. I mean, because the truth of the matter of Christmas is not about the food. It's about the cherishing of relationships. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say, praise the Lord. Again, the New Testament method based on the nature of God is demonstrating God's beauty, excellence, persuading others by word and by example, often with seemingly miraculous tolerance, always uh, with the hope of redemption. Satan's mod modus operandi is silencing and murdering with shame, ridicule, and, and malice with no grace and no redemption ever. I see many people claim to do God's work while seemingly used Satan's method. A murderous spirit. Our Creator God, God gives life and breathes life. You know, listen very carefully. You know, you know uh, 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 there was a time when, 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 when small groups was a big deal. Cell groups are a big deal in Singapore. Cell groups are not one-stop answers because if your cell group is depleted of life, you go in there, you die. But if life-giving, it is a healthy place. You know what I'm saying? You know, there was a point where everybody, oh, I, I, I want small groups, I want small groups. Be careful if your small groups is not, Jesus say this, the basis of a healthy group, if you are following Jesus, listen very carefully. He said this, follow me and I'll make you what? Fishers of men. Because it's not about the group. It's about the purpose that is higher than you. Amen. Because it is important to go back to the mission field. Why? Because God wants to see His kingdom come. His will be done. 
And I believe that service in the Lord destroys the idol of sometimes I call families. Hello? <laughs> Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say amen. I got to serve, amen. Because you know what? There's bigger things than just my family. Because sometimes when I look at my family, uh, it's not always peace and joy. Hello? I'm a work in progress. Come on, wave your hand at me. Amen. There are good days and there are bad days. But I'm so glad that, that, that my life doesn't revolve around that role only. That when I come, I have brothers and sisters who will pray for me. Say, hey, it's going to get better. Hey, hey, you know, you, you did this for me. I, I want you to remember, you know, because of your sacrifice, I'm here today. That Bible study that you taught me here today, I'm here today. We need those things. We cannot be all invested and make that our family an idol. And you, and you know what? When a family becomes an idol, you put stress on relationships. Because you don't have friendship, ma. You know what? Very tiring one there. Hey, where are you? Uh, I go toilet. Hurry up, come out. I want to talk to you. Very tiring one there. I, 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 I'm not omnipresent. I, I, and, and, and definitely, I'd want to go to the toilet with you when you are there. Come on, everybody say amen. And some of us, I, 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 I see, I begin to see some trends that I've been talking to all those Pak Tor people. Oh, you know who you are. Suddenly, uh, without that person, you lose identity. Don't, don't say uh, Pak Tor people, married people also. I see them coming here. Uh, better not happen to you. Huh? Hallelujah. He still plays soccer. I mean, you know, like, like, wow, I must have my, uh, then, I am, you are not the, I am not the husband of Sister Weir. I'm Timothy Lee. Are you with me? I'm not the father of Adora. I'm not just the father of Abigail. I'm Timothy Lee. I'm not the owner of Milo. I have a name. And my name is Timothy Lee. I'm not a pastor only. <laughs> I'm a friend. And therefore, in order for relationships to stay healthy, you've got to have healthy friendships. I say healthy. Come on, look at your neighbor and say healthy. I, I, I want you to begin to write down what does a healthy relationship look like though? Some of us even don't know. Good question. Oh, why? Because I don't have friends. Could it be that the reason why you don't have friends is because you're not friendly? Or because maybe sometimes around the road, I, I've, I've noticed this, that, that people become co-dependent. There's an enabler, then there's a victim until they burn each other. That they don't want friendship no more because you know what happens? It's too scary to walk into that trail. There's too much pain involved there. And it's not that you have become toxic. It's sometimes just because you have a toxic relationship with an individual doesn't mean you have a toxic relationship with everybody. Are you with me? Sometimes we just listen. Listen, sometimes I cross the boundaries and I can know that I cross my boundaries when my wife look at me with that look. You know, that hurts. Or she don't even want to talk to me. And if I love her enough... I need to get in there and sort it out before it becomes something that 
last time on 1998. You did this for me. Hello? I mean, I, I, I'm that person, okay, that, that, that believes that you can talk everything under the sun with your wife. Can you? Here's the next question. Can you? Can you keep your mouth shut and not justify? Can you? Well, some of you are looking at me like very quiet. <laughs> Don't look at your wife. Can you? <laughs> Can you? You better watch it, huh, do you? I mean, we, we threaten. We, we justify. We have egos that we are dealing with. Amen. And very common. Okay? Everybody say praise God. Murder is more than wanting someone's lungs to stop breathing. There is a murder of ministry. There is the murder of reputation. There is the murder of happiness and the murder of peace. Amen. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 21 to 22, Jesus explained the definition of murder to include malicious intent. When you disagree with a person who had done evil, he or she won't just disagree with you or let it go. Some will hate you to the point of murder merely for the pointing out of their sin. Let's turn to Mark chapter 6, verse 18 and 19. Mark chapter 6, verse 18 and 19. For John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodus nursed a grudge against John and wanted to kill him. Amen. You know what? Sometimes we have to deal with issues. You know, if you really want to deal with issues, we have to deal with it. We have to sometimes <laughs> open those things that have been Rush aside and deal with it. And sometimes when we deal with it, people don't appreciate it. I'm not here to cite you. I'm here to repair the damage, the root of the situation. Trust me. Trust me. You want to start early right now. Trust me that, that, that I want true intimacy. And when I talk about true intimacy, it's not talking about just a physical relationship. I'm talking about true intimacy that I can express my feelings in a healthy way without suppressing, without uh, expressing in such a respectful way that you can see it from my point of view because I want you to win. But at the same time, I want you to feel what I'm feeling and then we come together to find a solution. First, before we find a solution, what does the Bible have got to say about this? Is the Bible silent about it? If, if He's the one true God, then He is the way. Right? I mean, God is right. I'm not saying that I am right. What I'm more concerned is God is right. And let's align ourselves so that we can be covered under the protection. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, it's not enough for a toxic person to say you and I will have to agree to disagree. If your beliefs make them feel guilty, they want to remove your voice and influence. Even if that matters removing you. We see a similar spirit of Herod's unleashed today with large bands of people who don't think Christians who hold certain views. Many of the which the church has held for most of its history should be able to voice their opinions. They want them to disappear or to be completely silenced. They, they, they will use shame or the law, but they will be vicious nonetheless. Okay, the best label of silencing is a social murder. Healthy people can disagree and walk away. Amen. Are you with me here today? 
Toxic people harbour a murderous spirit at least in the sense of wanting to completely discredit you and shut you up. The Apostle John warned us, 1 John chapter 3, verse 15, anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no, no murderer has eternal life residing in him. And when you read the books of Acts, when you read the books of Galatians, you read the books of Corinthians, there was a lot of murder going on, tearing down people. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. This is nothing new. Okay, we got to watch ourselves. Amen. Again, turn to your neighbor and say, we got to watch ourselves. We got to be careful in murdering a ministry. Dr. M. Scott Peck warns the toxic people uh, love to scapegoat or blame others for the chaos they created. A predominant characteristic of the behavior of those I call evil is scapegoating. Because in their hearts, they consider themselves above reproach. They must lash out at anyone who does reproach to them. They sacrifice others to preserve their self-image or perfection. Wow. Scapegoating is another word for murder. I want you to take the fall of my sins. <sighs> wow. When I sit there, I, I'm just... Concern, you know, because that is present with, within me. You know what? I can destroy a whole family gathering. I'm not happy they. I don't turn up, no. I'm just not happy. You can just destroy. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Come on. We can work this through. Turn to your level. We can work this through. There's enough grace. There's enough blood. Amen. Jesus paid for the blood for, for all those things. Amen. Again, Peck, Scott Peck again said this. It is a characteristic for those who are evil to judge others as evil, unable to acknowledge their own imperfection. They must explain away their flaws by blaming others. Evil is a harsh and dangerous word, but... What else would you call someone who wrongs a ministry deeply, a ministry who has been used by God, is gifted by God and to bring deep healing, discerning clarity to others and still that someone seeks to destroy that ministry by spreading lies about them and casting slanders on their character? Jesus asked us to pray that God would send more workers into the vineyard so for a supposed fellow believer to try to destroy another person a worker's work is about as evil that it can get. Amen. How many of you believe that we need more laborers? Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, we need more laborers. So let's not tear each other's down. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. It is wrong for someone to steal someone's time from their ministry as a parent. Time for UTVs, time for building when you destroy their reputation. But that's the way toxic people think. A murderous spirit destroys every last vestige of empathy until they become self-absorbed, wrecking ball. Others must pay the price for their happiness. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. But you got to make a stand. You got to call it out as it is. You got to call it out. Come on, everybody say, call it out. Amen. We need to have a redemptive spirit, which is life. 
when Paul exercised a foul spirit, keeping a fortune teller slave girl in captivity, the girl's owner stirred up the crowd, brought Paul and Silas before the political authorities and beat them up. Notice Paul's kindness freeing the soul of an oppressed woman, freeing a slave girl is met with a murderous response. Her owners not only brought political charges and sought to generate religious opposition, but they stripped Paul and Silas, murdering their dignity. Put them in prison, murdering their freedom, beat them up, murdering their health. Murder, murder, murder. And all because Paul had done something good and holy and just. But here's where the story gets amazing. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. It's midnight. Paul and Silas in the inner cell of the ministry. This is what I really call cell ministry. Wherever you put yourself, you still maintain a good attitude. Life-giving. I say again, just because life does you wrong doesn't mean that you can, you can be grouchy, but they were having a praise and worship session. Amen. They think that if God allows it, who knows? Someone that I may reach out to and they start singing song. I don't know, you know, I, I'm an orange. I get bored all the time and my wife cannot stand it when I take a pen and I go... So, I mean, I cannot sit still. Just imagine with me, Paul and Silas in the room. Maybe Silas, I think Silas is the more the orange guy. Hey, look, I can make a tambourine out of this. Hey, come on, give me one. One, two, three, go. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him in the And then they begin to give life. Come on, the Spirit of God is life. I choose this day to allow the Spirit of God to take over. I choose this day because the Spirit of God is life. I want to speak life rather than death. I want to speak life prophetically to people who are struggling. I want to speak life. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, you see the difference, amen. And there's an earthquake and all the prison doors are open and everybody's chains are broken. Could it be when God put you in a situation that is so negative and you say, nevertheless, I will yet praise Him. Nevertheless, could it be He can free your family? He can free people around you. Chains are broken. Prison doors are open. Are you with me here? Amen. Let me understand something. If you, if you understand this, if, if, you know what? God is looking on the righteous, not looking on the evil. He's sick and tired of evil. But if you turn the whole situation around, do you not know? Listen very carefully. Some of you are praying for your families to be saved. Here's a word for you. Get off that bitter chair. Get off that bitter chair. And start having a good attitude out of it. Start loving them. Amen. I say again, start loving them. And those chains will be broken. Everybody say, praise God. Are you with me here? Amen. Come on, are you with me here? Everybody say, praise God. You see, in a world that we live today, there are so many murderous spirits. They murder. Listen very carefully here. Be careful you murder your authorities. Uh. You, see, you know what? Your words uh, are free to choose. Uh. 
You better be careful. I'm so worried when people come and talk. They don't even investigate. And they put it in the Facebook. They talk about it. They hear some podcasts. Let me tell you something. God's Spirit is a redemptive spirit. Are you with me here? I don't want... You know what I say? I don't know for sure. Some people say this, some people say that. Some people say the world was flat. Some people, now they realize that the world is circle. And now today people say, are you sure the world is circle? You know what? I don't know. This is beyond me. I'm going to spend my time worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm going to spend my time in the Father's house. Amen. I'm going to spend my time in the mission of God. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, be careful. We want to bring salvation. Look at your neighbors and say, we want to bring salvation. And we want to bring hope. He's the hope of glory. That's why we celebrate joy to the world. Amen. Please, when you all sing the song, smile. Some people, smile. Amen. You see, in resisting toxic people, acknowledging them, never let yourself become like them. Let me say that again. Remember last week I talked about it, the lepers. One thing so powerful about Jesus is, I don't want to be like you. You can choose who you want to be. Who you are today are mainly because I chose. I choose to respond in the way the trials have made me. I choose. You know, one of the things that I love about my dad, he's not around anymore. He, mom, okay, my grandmother was a gambler. Gamble. Yeah. Gamble uh, all my grandfather's money away. And he was forced to go to the teaching force at a very early age. He went to work and then he decided that this is not the way that I want to raise my children. He made a stop. This is not going to happen to this next generation. And he, I didn't know this until my auntie told me he sponsored my auntie to education. And then later on, he scored distinction in A-level. I didn't know all this because he didn't have the opportunity at that time. Suddenly, then MOE started to raise the salary of teachers. You know, from St. John's Island, he went back to Commonwealth and that's where I stayed, Commonwealth. And, 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 and he said to me, you know, I, I remember one time as a child, he said, Dad, if smoking is bad, then why are you smoking? He was at least 40 years old. And mind you, he's been smoking for a long time and he quit smoking because of me. Amen. And then he was a great dad. I've learned a lot of value and, and he told me this, don't play victim. Don't play victim. If you're going to play victim, you're going to be what you blame. Because that becomes your forefront. Ah, I cannot choose. No, 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 no. If a demonic person filled with a legion of devils can worship Jesus, what's your excuse? Stop it. it the buck stops here. Who I choose to be stops here. Who I choose to influence me stops here. Flesh or spirit? Spirit is life-giving. Come on, everybody say amen. 
Everybody say praise God. And then we want to talk about this next thing that is, we got to be careful about it, especially as parents. When we become too controlling, everybody say amen. I mean, okay, listen very carefully. I'm not talking about giving your child, uh, uh, you know, your child is a baby. You don't say, what do you want to eat? You know, uh, you want m M&M? and <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about, but know this. Help your child make healthy decisions. Okay, it's not just about obedience. It's about the ability to make healthy decisions. And sometimes a parent who is too uh, controlling remove that choice from the child and the child cannot make a decision on their own. Uh, Dad, what do you think? Do you think I should take this course or what? You should know yourself better. I, I don't want to always, Dad, uh, what do you think? Dad, what? you know what? I invested in you long enough that I know that you know what to do that's right. I invested with you because you know what? No win one. <laughs> You know, if I, 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 I impose what I want, and I say, Dad, you, you asked me to do this, oh. No win one. My goal is not to remove, is help them make healthy decisions. Amen. You know, sometimes all parents say, Amen. Come on, are you with me? Amen. Sometimes parents want, don't want trouble. Okay, I don't want trouble. You know, there, there, there's this TikTok, they say, uh, what? I want pain, I don't want peace. But I want peace. <laughs> Amen, I want peace. You all know what I'm talking about, right? Come on, not, I, 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 uh, you know, I want peace. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes I just enforce my will. Shortcut, ma. <laughs> I just say, hey, yeah, study that. Uh. And, uh, you take this class. Uh. Hey, no, 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 no. You study this, uh. study that. Uh. Then I thought over already after they graduate. And you say, I'm still not happy on the inside. Come on, are you with me? You know, you got to be careful that, that, that you play Jezebel in the home. You know what happened to Jezebel? Children, they got confused with their identity. I want to raise them up with a healthy self-esteem to know what God has called them to know what to have a relationship with God. And then at the end of the day, they will look in the mirror. I know what to make right choices because when I make right choices, I feel good about me. Are you with me here? Amen. By the way, how many of you think that God is controlling? He's not controlling. He still lets Satan run around. Eh? <laughs> have you ever thought about that? Satan is still running around doing his own business. God is not controlling, but there's going to come a time where he's going to judge. Freedom of choice. And again, I, I'm not saying this. Listen very carefully. <coughs> Got to drink water. As powerful as God is, as a sovereign as God is, He is never controlling. His loving call and invitation to His people, both in the Old Testament and New Testament, is based on choices. One of the most famous passages of the Old Testament is Joshua's declaration to Israel. Let's turn there. Joshua 24, verse 15. Okay, read this verse together with me. Choose for yourself. Come on, read together. One, two, three. Hey, some of you sleeping. Eh? Come on, open your eyes now. Let's read. 
Hello, this is... Otherwise, I'll go another hour. I'm almost done already, you know. Okay, you know, I don't think this is a boring subject. This is a good subject. Amen. Come on. Turn to your neighbors. This is a good subject. You know, again, Joshua 24, verse 15. Choose. Come on. Ready? One, two, three. Choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Okay, that's another one. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 to 20. Ready? One, two, three. Amen. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. Okay. Ready? One, two, three, go. John chapter 7, verse 17. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Amen. Uh, you know what, Brother Kelvin, I've, I've come to a conclusion. There are two types of children. So simple. Two types of children. So simple. You get this? Great. Two types of children. Compliant and non-compliant. People take a longer time. They have to identify their journey. So let them. But you watch over them. You know what is my personal experience? Can I share something with you? Those of you that are going to be a parent or are in a parent stage right now. I'd rather them choose and still stay in my own house. Because when they make mistakes, I'm there for them. You hear me now? So you let go. Start giving them choices at an early age. You know, you ask them, what do you want to eat? You say, anything. You can choose the most chilly, hot stuff. And then they say, it's so hot. Eh? You say anything. I, I go buy anything. You know, like, like I cannot take it when I ask the young people, say, what do you want to eat? Anything. Okay, let's go toilet. Come. <laughs> you got to make a decision. Make healthy ones though. If they make unhealthy one, don't shame them. Say, you know what, been there before, was like you before. Let them learn from their mistakes. Amen. Daddy is with you. Come on. You're still in my house. You're still under protection. Hello? Come on. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Stop. Stop worrying how you will look because life is a journey. You know what? Listen. Been so old right now. I mean, some of you think that I'm still a baby, but that's fine. But I've learned how you end is more important than how you start. Come on, write that down. How you end is better than, you know, it's more important than how you start. Everybody say amen. Come on, wave your hand at me. Look awake today. Amen. Okay, so again, I, I want you to understand this, you know, like, Hey, you got a freedom of choice. You do. You know, there are times when, when, when I have to have that conversation heart to heart with my wife. You know what? At this point in juncture, I don't feel that I have a say. 
Would you hear me out for a moment? Some of us need to learn how to use a word pictures. You know, people that they can identify the pain. Have you ever felt this way before? Well, guess what? I'm feeling that way. You know, I, I, I'll tell you something, okay? We don't know how to communicate. That's the truth. We Asian people don't know how to communicate. We communicate like want to fight like that. Huh? Andua! Andua! We just don't know how to buffer that first emotions. That first emotions, you got to deal with it first, okay? That uncomfortable feeling. But Edmund, I, I realize this when I'm angry with my children, I must take three days to cool down first. Then I talk sense. You know what I'm saying? The first one is like, wow, you conquer my territory. You know, you know, that, 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 that. But, but, but self-control is this. Okay, the Holy Ghost, I got to be, I, I cannot be toxic like them. Then everybody, yeah, 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 fighting in the house, eh? wrestling match, uh, they become WWF. Uh. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Come on, everybody say amen. Come on. Anger is intoxicating, man. Eh? See, we can get so consumed of what it, I want to feel that is right that we forgot that what does He think? What do you think God says? Forgive. Forgiving. <laughs> you got to calm down. What's the main issue here? Is it an ego issue? Is it, what's the issue? You got to find out. Is it worth the fight? <laughs> the issue is chakwe <laughs> tiao. My goodness, I want eat chicken rice, she buy chakwe tiao for me. This is not the first time. I'm like, <laughs> come on. Everybody say praise. Learn how to talk nicely. Sometimes, uh, I, I tell you something uh, that I never noticed this before. I, until I start recording myself training the dog. Well, you see a very different picture when you see the video, you know. I saw a lot of my steps. Oh my goodness, I did wrong. Sometimes I wish we got a camera here. Uh, then the way we talk to our wives, like, they're like, they got hearing problem. Eh. We're, like, we're speaking outdoor voices when we are indoor. Eh. You know, you, know you, you guys better know how to control your tone because when you go old, then you really shout. You know, when my wife tells me, hey, Tima, hey, Tima, Tima. I, I like, huh? I only see her mouth like that. <laughs> I mean, Brother David, I'm telling you, huh? Do you think that I selective hearing? I say, no, 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 really spoil already. Both of us, you know, in, from an indoor house, I'll be talking to each other. You know, turn on the heater, turn on the heater. Someone is so cold, you see. Turn on the heater, turn on. Then after that, you see all of us taking our towel, coming out. I say, turn on the heater. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, like, like, and then, you know, always give someone a benefit of doubt. My father's, father's beautiful quote, give others a benefit of doubt. And you cool down. It's not about a winging argument. I know you're upset. I mean, of course, la, it's so late in the night, cold water, rainy day. I'm dying. <laughs> you turn on real, turn on real. Then she never say anything. That's the worst part. Turn on real, turn on real. Then the soap. Baby. The worst part is that the heater, because ours is a water storage tank. Rather, initially it's hot. 
Then after a certain while, not hot already. Then, then after you come out, you're so angry, you know, uh, 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 and, and, and she's still down there doing her work. You know, I said, you never hear me. Ah? You want to torture me? Ah? No, it's not about killing you. It's not about that she has a murderous spirit. Diagnose properly. The problem is that both of you need to go hearing tests. <laughs> it is not about hatred of any kind. Both of us, Sister Huya and Pastor, must go for hearing tests. I mean, it's so amazing. <laughs> you know, sometimes she's just sitting next door to me and then she's talking to me. I'm like, please, when you all come for counselling, uh, open your mouth. At least I can leave your lips eh. Some people talk, they don't open their mouth. I'm like, what? <laughs> then I look at my wife. I look at my wife. I'm like, did you get it? <laughs> I'm sure glad that you get it, but I look like I listen now. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. So again, you know, the whole idea is this, you know, I want you to be free. God, you know, I'm going to say something that may sound so oxymoron, but... Even God cannot have His own will. That's why we are told to pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. If you are not God, what makes you think that you can have your own will? And let me tell you something, when you violate somebody's will, right, show anger one, but you need to sit down, back off a little bit and see its point of view. Is this a biblical situation? If there's no biblical solution to it, then maybe it's just, you know, you're right and I'm right. We got two perfect, and sometimes I say that I don't know whether your way will work, but guess what? I'm willing to try. If you got result, then we, then you win. Amen. So again, controlling somebody is not a nice feeling, man. Amen. Controlling somebody is not a nice feeling, man. Everybody say amen. Right? Come on, everybody say. God doesn't even control you. You know the greatest act of holiness is surrender. Amen. And God doesn't want to force anybody into any more without them wanting to be. That's why the Bible says, I beseech you, brethren, present yourself. You got to present yourself. Amen. No matter what happens, God still loves you. Let me repeat, no matter what you do, God is still loving you. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And again, it is so important. You got to get this in check because the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. I choose how to I represent me. Amen. The world teaches us just speak your mind. But then you speak your mind, they sue you in court. Hello? You put anything on Facebook. They come after you. Don't know, though. The Bible says in Proverbs, a fool utters his mind. You know what I realized? There are good days and there are bad days. And sometimes I go, my wife, she comes to me, she has a bad day, she tells me, I buffer it. Because you never know where the conversation is going to go. And I pray that it goes on people who love me because I'm me and I'm frustrated and I can have a buffer, you know, and help me sort out my thinking, pray for me, 
Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You know, again, extreme control is like demon possession. It's something that Satan employs. It's not God's mode of operation. One human trying to control another is a toxic act of evil. Our focus should be inspiring others to give their highest allegiance to God, not on living to please us or agreeing with us. The best thing that you can do is that you show the joy, you show the fruit of the Spirit. You have both. You know, the weapon that God given to us to become fishers of men is the fruit and the gifts of the Spirit. Everybody say fruit and the gifts of the Spirit. Fruit and the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. The fruit is not there for us to become like a Christmas tree. It's that I can win my children's influence through the fruit. Long-suffering. And mind you, long-suffering is not equal to tolerance eh? There are two different definitions. Amen. Okay? Everybody say, praise the Lord. The fruit of the Spirit, they see that I still continue. You know what? At the end of the day, you are the best advertise. You are God's workmanship. And when they can see you loving God, loving your, your wife, loving your children, that is good advertisement. Everybody say, amen. Come on, everybody say, amen. You're getting quiet on me. Everybody say, Amen. Praise God. I say again, what a joy to serve the Lord. Thank you for the overwhelming response. Huh? What a joy to serve the Lord. Okay, and now we talk about define. Last part, okay. Wow, what time now? Huh? Okay, can do it. Defined by what they hate. Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. Townsend explain the difference between proactive people and reactive people. And their description of reactive people comes very close to how we use the word toxic. Okay, here we go. Proactive people show you what they love, what they want, what they purpose, and what they stand for. Those people are very different from those who are known by what they hate, what they don't like, what they stand against, and what they will not do. I'm calling all reactive people toxic. Amen, okay? But, you know, again, you got to be very careful. You know, you, you've been around somebody, you, you know, they always talk about, oh, you know, I can't wait. You know, the day will come when, now I'm talking a lot about Milo, but the day will come, I'll talk about Avery. If you're wondering who is Avery, let me introduce Avery to you. Avery, Avery is my granddaughter, amen. <laughs> Haven't seen yet, amen, praise God. But anytime now, amen. I, I'm already dreaming about her already, Amen. I'm dreaming about how I'm going to spoil her. Hey, sorry, Adora. <laughs> you know, and give her back to her. When I'm tired, give her back. Wow. <laughs> Finally, I can say that. <laughs> you know, we can play with the kid and then when it's time to change the diaper, nah. Okay, enough already. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not using the word akong. I'm going to peppy. <laughs> okay. Akong a bit. Ego issue. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay. Everybody say praise God. So again, you know, the Bible urges us, okay, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. You know, like someone do you wrong, okay, I get it. You know, you need, you know, like what Sister Willoughby said this to me a long time ago, I give you permission to be angry. Then she repeat, for one day. <laughs> 
<laughs> she said it after the end of the day. Pray through. Forgive. Because we are not asking you to suppress your expectation. And at the end of the day, right, you got to ask yourself, you know, am I, is this sound? Is what I'm, is this true? First of all, the scriptures, whatever that is true. Is it noble? Is it, you know, go on the list. Praiseworthy. You know, ask yourself, if someone see your mind today, what you think about? Is it full of good things? I'm not talking about fantasy though. The, the, you know, we, uh, the Americans just celebrate Thanksgiving. I think we should celebrate Thanksgiving. There's so much things to be thankful about. No? I, I tell you honestly, stop complaining about Singapore. You go Philippines, there you know. Hello? I'm not saying it's a perfect country, you know. But there's so much good things. Huh? How many of you get your seven? Oh, no, never mind, never mind. <laughs> oh, so how many of you get three? Oh, never mind. Tell me, which government give us money like that one? Huh? Oh, GST, GST. I say, uh, hello? Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. For I tell you, one thing's for certain. Uh, just go to the airport, you see the difference already. I'm telling you, just go to the airport. Uh, I'm leaving the country. I cannot wait to leave. But they must make me wait there for one hour just to check in. Singapore, you just walk in, the stations are all there. You zap, go in already. Still can go and eat. Uh. <laughs> When we were in the airport, we asked ourselves, hey, aircon working or not? We got aircon on or not? Singapore is so cold. Eh? Amen. We can sleep in our airport. Eh? I can stay in my airport. Eh? Amen. The toilet's so cleaner. Sometimes cleaner than my house. <laughs> Come on, everybody say amen. Come on. Thank God for airports. You just go Philippines, you see, whoa, oh. I want to go in the toilet. I see the toilet, I suck back up. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. I mean, come on, Singapore, still got, wow, like, like the, the cleanest state there one there. And literally, I never see when I go to the toilet, right, that the cleaner not there one there. They still got the digital thing, good or bad. Wow. You know, wow. Solid. So I'm thankful for Singapore. Come on, let's thank God for Singapore. Amen. But even though things, right, are going bad for you, you still got to be thankful that you can feel the pain. That you can turn your pain, that you come with all joy when you face various trials. That the working with the trials is producing something in you. Long-suffering, patience, perseverance. Everybody say perseverance. You know what? Some people pray for strength. Guess what you're going to get? Trials. You know, how do you get strength? Trials. Some of you are called to great destinies. That's why your trials so big. Because God is really raising you up to be a mighty warrior. Yeah, I signed up for it, but I don't know the training so difficult. Yeah, trust me. The only reason why we know commando is tough because everybody tells us that commando is tough. But when I sign up, why elite? Then why they choose me? God chose you. He knows your destiny. 
He will design and stop comparing. Comparing doesn't do any of us good. Look at your neighbor and say, stop comparing. Don't compare. Embrace your journey. When you start to embrace life, you start to embrace your journey, then your attitude will change. Everybody say, praise the Lord. You know, again, uh, you know, the, one of the most vulnerable times for us to sin is when we are, when, when someone sin against us first. Amen. That's why we pray. Why would you ever pray, Father, lead us not into temptation? The temptation is this, is I am right, but my husband is wrong. I can discredit my husband or I can buffer him in love because the love covers a multitude of sin. That is the part where I pray, Father, just because I'm right doesn't mean I'm doing it with a right spirit because I can do it with a murderous spirit. You hear me now? Are, are you all with me here? The, come on, are you with me here? Because... Just because someone does me wrong doesn't mean that I have to do the person wrong. Amen. One wrong doesn't make what? Two right, I think, or something like that. Two wrong. Oh, what? Two wrongs doesn't make a right. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Brother Sam. Again, can we interact with hateful people without becoming hateful? Can we interact or can we stand against abuse without becoming abusive? Can we resist controlling people without trying to control people? Can we confront a murderous spirit without wanting to socially to kill the murderer? Everybody say praise God. Again, Christian, you know, you got to be very careful with this rash judgment. So we use the word of God to kill someone else rather than your respond to it. In redemptive hope. Are, are you with me here? We can always use the word as rash judgment. Okay, let me give you an example. A knife can use for many purposes. In the hands of a surgeon, it can do wonders with it. But in the hands of a criminal, he can rob you and kill you. Okay, so again, it's your spirit that is important. You know what? Reframe from rash judgment. Reframe. I say again, reframe from rash judgment. So many times, my wife has helped me with this. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You know, calm down, calm down, think true. You know, but again, you know, I, I, you know, sometimes, you know, the challenge for most of us is that, you know, we recognize adultery, drunkenness, murder, you know, but sometimes the hidden sins that blind us spiritually infect us. Hatred, unforgiveness, pride. We think our neighbor smells so bad that we lose the ability to smell our own stink. Wow. Everybody say praise God. You see, if you've been abused by power, you see the healthy exercise of authority as power grab. If you've been sexually harassed, you may be tempted to interpret every compliment as a come on. 
if you've been awakened by to poor teaching in a previous church, you may spend more time in a new church searching and implied heresy that you do opening your heart to conviction. Amen. So again, you got to be careful because once we're dealing with a stronghold, there's a common reaction. A reaction is like, boom, you go to rash judgment. That's a stronghold. It drives you to the other extreme. Amen. Okay, let me give you an example. How many of you know Milo bite my face? So even now, when I look, I like, I, I, I do this to my face. Because once beaten, twice shy. Nah. Yeah. Hey, bite my face. Eh. Lucky my face too good. Eh. <laughs> Lucky no scars. Eh. Just moles only. <laughs> so even today, when I walk down, you know, I do this, you know. Abby know what we're talking about. Abby, <laughs> you know, she, we, we, we go down. <laughs> but he can feel my fear, you know. Let me say this, uh, people feel you. You know, the one thing that I've learned is not how you say what's in you that people pick up. The dog trainer tell me this. You know why the dog's so alert and so fearful? Because you're fearful. I say, huh? Do you know why your children react? Because you're fearful that you lose them. They can't even tell. They don't know what they're picking up. Because you know what? You're not secure in your relationship because you think your identity is a parent. Your identity should be a worshipper. Your identity comes from your relationship with God. Not because of your career. Not because of all these things. So you're always fearful. Then the fear is a powerful emotion that will drive you. Some people live in a state of fearfulness. And fearfulness is not a healthy way to live your life. I walk by faith and not by sight. I do what's right and God's going to back me up. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. i got to go back and remember my security, my significance and my purpose come from God Himself. Not because of that career, not because of that promotion. God knows my name at the right point, at the right time. He will bless me because the Bible says promotion comes from Him. Amen. And that's why I can walk in peace and I can sing, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. A king. You know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Joy is, is contagious. You know what I mean? When people see you, joy, you know. Here's something, right? Nowadays, right, I'm a hunter, okay, I'm a hunter. When a person cannot control their dog, I go after them. You want help? <laughs> you want help? Let me help you. I've been going to Philippines. I trained five dogs, you know. Server dads. You all remember server dads? got seven dogs there. Eh? Oh, seven dogs. I thought I bet, you know. Wow. And then I, 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 I take, come on, give me the leash. Let me show you what it's done. And then when I walk the dog, the dog can roll and sense that you are secure. And when I take the dog, crazy dogs there eh, want to attack me. I take the dog and I lead him. They call me Caesar Milan. I say, no lie, I'm not Caesar Milan, I'm Timothy Lee. <laughs> you know, and, and I control the dog and the dog starts to listen. 
because it feels security. You are not, number one, there are three things that you need to understand when you go to be a make, disciple maker. You need to be secure in your relationship with God. Second thing, you need to be secure in your skin. Third thing, you need to have a burden for the people. Three things. Everybody say praise God. Which is, love God, love your neighbour as yourself. You know what? If you don't like yourself, Stop making other people like you. Because you can't even like yourself. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. So you know what? I don't want to be defined by hate. I want to be defined by the things that I love. I love Jesus. I love my children. I love my dog. (laughs) I love those things. I love my life. I love God. He brings joy to me. I love my wife. Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Amen. I hope this has helped you because again, I want every relationship. The greatest gift that you can give to your children is a healthy relationship. Amen. A healthy relationship with everybody, that everybody get a freedom of choice. Amen. They can express themselves healthily. Amen. You know, for us, some of us, it's kind of challenging because we've never walked in this road before. Amen. Lord, what does it look like? It means some of us need to take the first step with talking to God about our relationship because, you know, at the end of the day, there are needs and, and things that you need and, 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 and if you, are, you have not gone to the Lord in prayer, if you not tear down strongholds, you will always be partially blind to what relationship looks like. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I thank God for my parents, but they were not perfect. And now, I'm still learning. Thank God for my mentors. You know who are my mentors? Adora, Abby, Sean, Jesse, and Jabez. It's a two-way street. I want to be better. Don't you want to be better? I want to be better. I don't want them to suffer. And also, my best mentor is my wife. She speak it as it is. Amen. I get scared of her when she says, I want to talk to you. <laughs> Amen. I fear God, but sometimes I also fear my wife. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Amen. But we need each other. Amen. If it's appropriate, look at somebody on the line and say, I respect you and I love you with the love of Jesus. Amen. It's time to get our homes in order. Come on, wave your hand at me. Father, in the name of Jesus, our hands are lifted up, Father. God, you've entrusted us with a new generation. We tr- you entrusted us, God, with creating a home that is safe, that is expressive. Father, I pray right now, God, some, some of us God, struggle with this. Lord, not because we don't want to, because we don't know how. But Lord, we yield ourselves to you right now. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment. Show us what it means to have that open communication, Father. Lord, that we can invite each other to each other's world and see the gifts, God, that is there, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father. And Father, I pray you give us the courage to stand, Lord. 
Father, I recognize, God, that, Lord, many people want to control our lives. Father, the media wants to control our life. The social media wants to control our life. Father, we come against every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Father, we recognize, God, that you are my God. Amen. And I shall not make any grievance image, God. Lord, I want to follow after your path. I want to have stronger relationships, stronger homes, God. A home, Lord, that can stand any trials, Father, any crisis, Lord. Come on, let your voice out. If it's appropriate, if your wife is next to you, hold her by the hand. Let's pray, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I'm so thankful, God. Lord, that you will bless, God, our families. God, make them strong. God, there is a current that is trying to confuse our children today. Father, we come against the current in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you give God, us, God, an opportunity, God, to have, God, an uh, 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 influence, God, over the next generation. Father, Lord, I, I come against, God, fear that is trying to control us, make us lose our, our sanity, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, because you are greater, Father, you are greater. So Lord, I pray, come on, make us one, Lord, just like you. Lord, make us one first with you, Father. You are the Lord of our lives, Father. I pray, Jesus, I know that I can, Lord, again, God, when we read the Ten Commandments, God, if we obey you, if we love you, God, that mercy should be shown to the next generation and generations after that, Father. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, Lord, it is never, God, too difficult, God, again, Lord, to surrender our lives to you, Father, because we trust you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, bless every home. Let Christmas be special. Lord, call people back, Father, right now as we put you first. I'm asking, God, that you call people back home. Call people back home, Father, in the name of Jesus. Remove every division, Lord. Tear down every wall. Tear down every wall in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, before we leave, Let's make a declaration as for me and my house, we choose God. Amen. Can we do that right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak for me and my family. Father, right now. God, again, you are reminding us, God, Lord, as for me and my house, we will choose you. You've been good. You've been merciful. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Father, we give you honor, we give you praise. Come on, let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and left and the right. Say, it may be a rough ride, but it can be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody say, Praise God. This is God's will. He wants to bring redemptive hope to everyone in this place. Thank God. Lord, we stand in the maze of your great greatness. We stand in the maze of your grace. 
You are all about restoration of homes. You are all about loving. But God, at the same time, sometimes love will cause us to stop, Lord, that toxicity into our families. Father, give us courage. And God, help us, Lord. I pray, God, help us not be toxic. I pray, God, I pray, Lord, in the midst of fighting, that we don't become toxic. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father, right now, teach us how to fight the right battles. God. Not all battles need to be fought. God. Sometimes you just have to walk away. And Father, there are times, teach us how to walk away. Teach us how to verbally walk away. Teach us, God, when to walk away. So Father, in Jesus' name, grant us wisdom. Bless every one of us, God. I pray, God, if there's a prayer. Lord, I pray, God, that during this period of time, Christmas, let it renew relationships. Let it restore those broken relationships in a healthy way. In Jesus' name, and all God's people say, Amen. God bless every one of you. Amen.